0: Arnis, Darwin, and Felicity all head up to Arnis's room in the hotel, where Ilana is waiting. Question is, how patiently?
1: That was a good question. I'm trying to figure out what I've been doing while I've been waiting. Uh, how long has it taken for you to get up to your room? Not oh. particularly. Five to 10.
0: minutes. Yeah. Pretty truthful to his word.
1: Okay, perfect. So during that time, I've been, I've set myself up. I'm sitting. I'm quite small actually, so I'm sitting cross-legged on the bed. My cloak is kind of out behind me. My book's open, and I've, I've been meditating as I've been waiting. Mm. Um, and it, while I'm doing that, I'll be, the process of that is activating an ability.
0: Oh. oh Do tell which ability this is. It. i will to
1: make sure I read it correctly to you.
0: Okay. I'm on pins and needles here.
1: It's actually my psychic focus for a nomadic mind. Um, and it says, whenever you focus on this discipline, you choose one skill or tool you have proficiency with. Uh, and you have proficiency with it until your focus ends. Okay. All right. And the skill will be intimidation.
0: Oh, well, I guess we know which direction this could go.
3: Can't Apparently, Elon is coming in
1: hot. And now I'm just waiting in meditation for their arrival.
0: All right. The door opens. There's the trio of folks you've been waiting on. Well, probably more just waiting on Arnas and Darwin. <laughs> Felicity, as far as your research has told you, does not have any connection to Vale.
1: Ah, huh. Arnus, you brought Darwin. Wonderful. This should make things easier. Could you ask your friend to leave, please? Why? We have to discuss business, and they're not privy to our business. <sighs> and then in Darwin's head, he hears, unless you'd like me to kill her.
0: You telepathic son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> Dang it, you didn't even let me finish. I was about to say, hey, Felicity, you should go. We'll come get you in a minute.
0: Well, it's fine. You didn't hear the, tel- the telepathy. Um, I think in response to R and his, Felicity will turn to Darwin. Darvin, is it okay? Is it all right? If Do you want me to go or should I stay? I can be here if you need me. Um,
2: I- Thank you, but I think this time you should go.
0: All right. You call her if you need anything.
2: I will. Thank you.
0: She steps out of the
2: room, closes the door behind her. If I were in any other condition, like any other condition, any other condition.
1: <laughs> is this what you're saying in character yes, right now? Feel yes, I love it. It's great.
3: What the fuck is going on?
1: I just thought I was making it clear to Darwin the importance of her not being here.
2: Yeah, she said she was going to kill her. Normally I'd be like, I'd I'm like sorry. To i am like try. I didn't but-
1: intend that as a threat. That's just the consequence of her hearing our conversation. Uh huh.
2: Saying you're going to kill
3: somebody, you don't have to intend it as a threat for it to be a th- threat. Are you that dense?
1: I'm sorry. We're, like, we're getting off on the what wrong foot. What in footprint. the hell um,
3: is wrong with you? Let's that let's
1: a- <laughs> let's start again. And I get up and I move off of the bed and I say, "Why don't you two take a seat? I know Darvin's quite a load." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pun was intended.
3: <laughs> really, like I'm. Um, I'm good, but yeah, let's have a seat.
2: I begrudgingly accept.
3: I take a chair and I like scoot it so that I can put my feet on the bed. <laughs> so I like, I'm like kicked nice. back in Power this move. chair. I
1: like it. Wonderful. And so at this, I um, take my cloak, pull my, kind of pull it back like you can do it with a cloak so you can kind of see. So it looks I'm, like a cape. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And make an effort to reach kind of into the top of what I'm wearing and pull out my coin and show that you, the bracers I'm wearing, which are very much oh, oh, you have two of De build. Yes, I have two of them. They look very different from Veil's Ed Deeper look. Like if someone didn't know what they were looking at, saw both of them, they wouldn't look too different, but you would know what these would look like. And mine are a completely different color. They're actually, and they're like bejeweled, <laughs> not bejeweled, but. They have jewels on them, Um, uh, several different jewels of several different colors. And I say, I'm sorry, I had intended this to go a very different way and had really only expected us to have one very simple, polite conversation over some drinks, and you have no idea that we were even talking about this. But this has gone in a completely alternate direction. So let's just be a little frank here. As friends of the guild, and I would go so far at this point to say honorary members, I <laughs>
3: Arna shakes his head vigorously. See, shakes his head.
1: You see, you'll want to take out their journal and flip through a few pages and say, "Well, based on your knowledge of the location of the guild halls and the people you've spoken to and the people you've met, claiming to be an honorary member would be an intelligent choice on your behalf." And there's a weight behind how I say that. That is a hint that you just want to say this. Is that... You know it's a threat. Is that another threat? No, that is not intended as a threat at all.
3: But it is
2: one.
1: (laughs) Hey, if they want to make That is equivalent of saying, someone looking at you saying, you're a smart person, and a smart person would answer (laughs) this question this way to avoid any sort of ramifications. And snitches get get stitches, you get me?
2: (laughs) So it's... It's a threat. But still, honor. I will take the honor.
3: All right, fine. Let's move past it. We're honorary members, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, d- move gone. Keep going.
1: <sighs> I work for a specific division of the guild. My task is to ascertain information about the last year-ish in Vale's life. I've been investigating them for a while now. My investigation led me all the way up to their arrival here, the first time. Through conversations I've had with Samudio and Darwin. Uh, I've been able to fill in some of the details. But seeing as we have time now, I'd like to conclude my conversation with you and be able to move on to the next steps of my investigation.
4: Okay.
1: Wonderful. Now they are on the same page, if you would, what is Vale's connection to the Wither Ring?
3: My... My instinct is to say, and if I wouldn't, Um, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to be that intransigent.
1: What do you mean? Well, this question wasn't even on my initial list, but after the conversation I just overheard in the street, I feel like I should ask. You have a connection to it clearly based on what Brumble was insinuating. Yeah. And I know that Vale was traveling with you all the way up until the point where they disappeared. Yeah. So what is Vale's connection to the Withering?
0: You can roll deception whenever you want to lie. Or persuasion when you want to get away with a mostly truth.
3: I feel like we found out last time that Arnest has a ridiculous deception bonus and just never lies. Just doesn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did discover that. <laughs> You're such a good boy. I
3: <laughs> just can lie, just don't. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that question.
1: Okay, let me rephrase. Could you uh, recount for me the moments leading up to and including your last, uh, the last time you saw Vale,
3: there was a fight, big one. There was a flash of light, and I never saw them again.
1: Uh, and who was present at this fight?
3: <sighs> I- I'm sorry, I just, I like, I, 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 need to be clear. Like, what, what, where is this information going? How is it being
1: used? This will be what is it for? Used to further my investigation. I'll be interviewing the people that you list here to confirm that your story and their stories all align before I make my final decisions. <laughs>
2: In that case, we're safe.
3: (laughs) That's fun. You've already interviewed the other two people that are alive.
1: (laughs) I would appreciate the names of the other people that were present beyond Darvin and Samudio. Now that I know, I'll have to go interview Samudio again.
3: Okay, you're going to have to tell me, like, okay, your investigation, sure, fine. What is the information from your investigation going to be used for?
1: To make decisions on what happens to Vale. In lieu of the information we receive.
3: How you going to find Vale?
1: That is my task.
3: You're not going to find Vale.
1: Okay, then let's jump to why.
3: There's a flash of light. They are gone. We know not where.
1: <laughs> well, now you do know something, though, because Darwin told me, and, and she flips a few pages back and references my notes, that they are not dead. I believe that's what he was t- said. And that they're not in the realm of the dead or the living. Mr. Grimm, is that correct?
2: Believe
0: that's correct. Okay, I'm gonna I, roll an insight. I need Ooh. deception on both
2: of Arnus yeah. and like, Darwin. You're
3: gonna have me roll. It was I said, but you
2: know it. Didn't I think it was true when I said it? When you said it, yes. Yes, but now. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Now you know better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, this is not gonna go that's well. All
0: right. Let's start with the deception side, Arnus. Twenty-one. And Darvin? 12.
2: All right.
3: You have a minus one to deception?
2: I do. Damn, Damn. He's, charisma bro. He's a good is boy. not my thing. Um, oh, that's right. It's like a charisma. It. How did you, kind of you
0: fare against Aranis Arnis, I got a
1: 19. <laughs>
0: Arnus is uh, being pretty truthful there.
1: Wonderful. Darvin? Uh, 17.
0: Okay, yeah. Darvin uh, is clearly hiding something at this point. He may recall that's what he said, but you can sense some doubt in his voice now
1: okay so master Grimm, what's changed since the last time we spoke
3: Woo-hoo. this conversation is with me not him hello <laughs> hi
1: i'm trying to save us all sometimes since you clearly don't want to talk to me i and what, speaking with everyone in the room but uh, he's uh,
3: oh so we're done no, i don't have to talk no, to you not, anymore
1: no, we're most definitely not done
3: well then i don't see what the problem is
1: okay then i'll finish with you and then i'll deal with darvin sure why not
3: I'm sorry. I'm being so sassy with you. Yes. I, mean, I really am. I'm
1: <laughs> I love it all so much.
3: Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry.
1: <laughs> all right. Arnas, clearly you're concerned about something that happened. I don't know or care what happened with you in the events that led to Vale's disappearance. And in fact, when I'm done here, if I never see you again, that's probably best for both of us. But I need the information that I need. So I'm going to ask you again, aside from you darvin and samudio who else was present in this fight when Vale disappeared
3: well well veil vale.
1: okay and
3: i just don't see how it's relevant if they're all dead
1: let me make this clearer who made the light go flash you know i feeling snippy about it are you sure mm.
3: are you sure you want this
1: This is what I've been tasked with by my superiors. You're
3: you're sure you want this information?
1: You're sure? I would not have asked if it wasn't something I needed.
3: Okay. Got a chaos. Interesting. Interesting.
1: (laughs) Clearly move in very powerful circles. I dabble. (laughs) Not that I don't believe you, seeing as you just interacted with Brumble, um, which was fascinating, by the way. You're weird, and he sort anyone ever of told you that like, you're, sort of proof that this weird. is I mean, can you corroborate this story that the god of chaos was present? yeah, that's who it was, okay, Arest, since you wanted us to finish our conversation before I conversed with Master Grim um through my conversation with Master Grimm and Samudi, I learned that you had visited the celestial temple and interacted with them regarding some information, yeah, to your knowledge. Should the guild be concerned about any information that Vale may have shared with the Celestials?
0: No. That's accurate. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. accurate.
1: Because it's not a lie. All right. Um, did Vale commit any significant accomplishments or assassinations while in your presence in the last year? <laughs> since we...
0: So it would probably be since the time you initially since left got Capris.
1: Yeah, we got would be in the course of book two.
0: For the most part, yeah. What have we even done? Um, there was Tain that you killed. Oh, yeah. Pathox that you killed.
3: We killed a. Uh, uh, there was a bunch
0: of. Oh,
3: that was a we though, not they. But I, I don't give them credit. I don't care. Killed an extremely powerful chaos mage. Hmm. Basically set a town free for doing that, right? Because they were weren't they like tormenting a group of people or something? No, <laughs> no, they weren't doing that. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, no, just no, hanging out. No, no there no. was like a group of people that was like going to kill them though. Right? There were some wood was, elves in the reason?
0: area, but Tane was not. Actively, actively seeking okay. to hurt them okay tain was trying to live in solitude trying to, but anytime trying to if people away. got close yeah yeah he would was, mess yeah. with them he would fuck them up uh but he was attempting to live in solitude
3: yeah okay oh my god what else have we done
0: there was tain uh you went to the temple um you helped baron misha out in
3: we did i'd actually say that that is a like that's a significant accomplishment we helped baron misha who's the Oh, you haven't you haven't heard of the citizen of Bristol Shores? I'm sorry, you seem to know so much. Um,
1: <laughs> this is something that Darwin had left out of our initial interview. Our
3: harness is just sort of fucking with you now. Um, oh. oh, I'm aware. <laughs> um, uh, we helped Baron Misha find and um, and lay to rest the last of his citizens. We in killed Bristol some Shores. Crabs. Oh, and we killed some pretty like gnarly skull crabs out there too. But I don't know if that
1: matters. And in Bristol Shores, is that where you came across the mantle? Uh, Yeah. Wonderful. At any point, did Vale wield the mantle?
3: Yep.
1: (laughs) I feel like there might be a story associated with that. Would you be kind enough to share with me how that went?
3: Yeah. Saved a uh, whole town of Grung by uh, wielding the mantle.
1: You're saying that Vale helped save a town of Grung?
3: Yep. Interesting. So, like, apathetic about everything. These are like significant and interesting and awe-inspiring achievements, and you're just like
1: Pfft. failed the
0: genuine good in the world.
1: This okay, is whatever. my
3: life we're talking well, I mean, about all here. Of this,
1: <laughs> all of this, no, and all of this should it be true is is fascinating. It was all also the first time I've heard any of it, so I have to corroborate it and cross-reference it with other people. Oh, you've got to be kidding me! I have to be thorough in my investigations.
3: That only, am I lying to you? What would be the point of me telling you that Vale saved people? I know they're an assassin. Like, (laughs) what would be the point of being like, hurrah, Vale, hurrah?
1: I I understand. And it's not that I don't believe you. It's just that by interviewing several people, I can get a larger picture of the entire story. Oh, my
3: God. Fine. Take your pocket protector and ask some other people. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) My final question. as a representative of the guild, I am um, required to ask Do you have in possession any of G- Vale's gear or uh, any of their I- personal items?
3: That's between me and Vale.
1: Okay. What are you in possession of?
3: That's between me
1: and Vale. Okay, Arnus, I understand you're not a member of the guild. Let me make something clear to you. Anything that Vale would have given you mm-hmm. would have been with the intention to return to the guild for our needs. So I'm not asking you to defy them or break trust with them. I'm simply saying to follow through with whatever they would have asked you to do by giving it to me as a representative of the guild.
3: They left me specific instructions that did not include you.
1: What are those instructions?
3: That's between me and Vale.
1: <sighs> Arnas, don't want to have to deal with this in a less friendly manner. I'm here representing the guild. I just came from Karami after speaking with Jirayan, who said that you would be helpful. You he literally described you as a friend of the guild. I'm asking if you have any of Vale's items to give them to me so that I don't have to take them from you. Hmm.
0: Roll that intimidation. Yep. All right.
3: Can I roll something against yeah, it?
0: Yeah, we will. I want to see what Iolana rolls first. Sixteen. Okay, um, I think insight would be the best one. Unless you want to counter-intimidate or use some other skill or ability you have.
4: Huh, counter-intimidate.
0: I mean, They're simply being unafraid of their in- intimidation, and then there is flexing back.
3: Would you...
0: Or other magic, I know you're... I was
3: going to say, would you allow me to try to like sidestep it and like persuade them of another idea?
0: Mm, No. Okay. If this was just them trying to get you to do something with persuasion, yes. But this is intimidation. Ilana is threatening you physically and personally. Um, So you need to address that specifically. Whether that is just withstanding the withstanding the threat or using something else to defuse the threat. But it's not persuading them not to fight at this point. I mean, unless I'm wrong, Ilana, this threat is legitimate? Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: mean, I'm not threatening to hurt them. I'm threatening to take it.
0: And all that that might entail. Exactly. <laughs> so you are threatening to hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: a threat. No, it's a threat. <laughs> not I'm not going to hurt them. I had not it intended to go that route. <laughs> By the way, I'm like way smaller than you. And I look scary. like I'd be knocked over if you blew on me.
3: I've seen what you can do in a fight. Yeah, I'm not an I'm idiot. Just,
1: I'm just saying. Yeah. I had initially intended
0: on that being helpful. Arnes saw your psychic blades. Has seen you turn into a mist and fly.
3: Like fucking shit.
0: Has heard your telepathy.
3: That's that's why I'm hesitating at like stepping back to her because like mm-hmm. normally I don't think I would bother. What would I what would I do with an insight roll?
0: Uh, determine how le- legitimate this threat is.
3: Like how much I'm intimidated. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like
0: how much you believe God that they're going to hurt you.
3: Because like my because my like intimidation bonus is higher. But like to not meta game about it, I don't think I don't think Arnus is interested in stepping to her when it might mm. mean actually getting in a fight because she kicked my ass yeah. and he knows it. Yeah.
0: Insight is mostly to determine if this threat is real. Okay.
3: Uh, then that's that's what I want to do.
0: Okay. Let's roll some insight.
3: 25
0: this threat is very real (laughs) iolana will take whatever Vale has of yours through any means necessary it sounds like if you want to start that fight that's up to you but you know that refusing means trouble
3: (sighs) i was told to give what i have directly to jorion i was not given any other instructions so that doesn't include you that is me putting it in Jorian's hands. That was the instruction I was given.
1: Okay. Thank you for sharing your instruction. Let me explain to you, should you follow that order, exactly what would happen. If I walk out of this room and let you take that to Jirayan, he's going to receive it. He's going to thank you. He's going to hand it to one of his lowest level guild members and have it brought to me. All you're doing is adding months to my inquiry by following through that order in that way. Can I
3: ask again? Like, what are you? What inquiry? Like, are you looking for Vale to punish them? Like, what are you? I don't. What? I don't. Uh, what is the end game?
1: That is beyond my knowledge. What? I was tasked with discovering the events of Vale's life leading up to either finding them alive or dead. That's my task: to find them and find out information about them. Now, I don't know for sure why, but I do know that the order came from. Someone high up in my area of the guild, and we've had a lot of job openings. There's a, you know, thing going on killing half the population. and as such,
3: I've noticed, and I like, pull back my hair <laughs> mm. so that she can get a good look at my bone plating.:
0: Oh yeah, it's spreading up, it's completely encapsulated, your right ear. Yeah.
3: So
1: I don't have any like concrete knowledge as why I'm doing this, but I have my theories. and honestly. I really want to meet her them them, because they sound fascinating, and I think they would be a great member of our order
3: and what order is that exactly?
1: We are a offshoot of the guild. we are members of the guild. we investigate the guild, and we dole out the guild law.
3: Oh my God, am I talking to fucking i a. <laughs>
1: Bunch of fucking narcs. (laughs) That explains
0: so much.
3: (laughs) Jesus. You know, you could have just said that and saved us a whole lot of time.
1: (laughs) Well, if you would have just flirted with me three days ago, we would have been done by now. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) If you would have taken me as the doe-eyed girl I introduced myself as, fallen for that, Answered my seven questions. We could have been done.
3: You're faulting me for being a little on edge lately. Did you learn like nothing about me before you approached me at all? Did you talk to anybody in the tavern before you approached me? Because they would have told you like, uh, he doesn't really talk to anybody. He just drinks and plays.
1: I literally had just gotten off the boat Came straight in and saw you performing, and I figured, this is the Grey the Great that everyone loves, that is the master performer. <laughs> I thought for sure you would have fallen for the <laughs> innocent girl from out of town. <laughs> oh.
3: And artist is just like actively laughing. <laughs> At this point, like I'm sorry, I'm so, I'm sorry. You're like you're like the shittiest interrogator I've ever met. Who doesn't Who doesn't find out anything about <laughs> Who doesn't find out anything about the person they're going to ask questions about before they start asking questions?
1: Who I hold does up that? my book, and I have several inches of pages. <laughs> yeah, blocked. I'm sure you do, Arnis. This is what I know about you. Let's talk about your father. Let's talk about your mother.
3: Are you fucking Let's kidding me? Let's wait, wait, wait. talk No, no, no. Stop. What about my mother?
1: Let's talk about the rebellion. Let's talk about... No, 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 no. Let's talk about you being a lawyer. I know what <laughs> I need to know. That was,
3: that was fun. I
1: had a picture of an artist I thought I knew. You were playing the, similar to how I had heard you to play. I had to move quickly because I was under pressure from my superiors. So I did what I thought would be the fast play.
3: Go back just a minute. What about my mom?
1: We know who she is, and we know why you were left behind. There's not much more than I need to know.
3: How the hell do you know who my mother is?
1: Archives, birth records? Gotta be kidding me.
3: I don't understand how this information is just lying around and, like, no, nobody thought it was a good idea to, like, I don't know, tell the kid whose mom was. It
1: is not our place to get involved.
3: Oh my god, you're fucking celestial. I can't, what? <laughs> it is not <laughs> our
1: place to get involved with those that are not members of our guild.
3: In Arnas's head, he's giving her like a thousand middle fingers. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do it. Out loud.
1: <laughs> Let's get back to the question at hand. Do you intend to give me Veil's, whatever it is that they have, or do you intend to slow down my investigation even more? <sighs> oh, I've
0: just... kind of... Just yes or no. I've got something that I can throw out, but I need to know your answer to that question first.
3: Uh, rough time giving things to IA. Um, uh, just a real, um, it just it doesn't seem like something Vale would want me to do.
1: Is that what you tell Ilana?
3: So Vale never mentioned that there was this, like...
1: Do, do you say that out loud? Yeah. So, there's a reason for that. Our branch, the guild... So you know, like, most people don't know about the guild. They're kind of like the boogeyman that people are afraid of. Sure. We're like that for the guild. Most people who are interviewed by us don't know they're being interviewed by us. Most assassins who deal with us end up either branded, dead, or wiped.
3: Jesus. Those are IA and Treadstone all in one.
0: There's a knock at the door. Yeah. You hear Baron Misha, um,
1: artist, is it a good time? Is it? Would you like him to be brought into this conversation?
3: I, wh- I don't even know what he wants. Or, like, why is he's, why he's here? Can I see what my friend wants knocking at my door? This is what I'm asking. Like, genuinely. Good. Cool. Yeah, it's all right. Come on in.
0: Okay. Baron Misha. Because
3: hey. I didn't lock the door. Before unless he opens you the did. door.
0: What do you want to do before Baron Misha enters?
1: I, I disappear. Did. That's good. Right? I like it.
0: You disappear. I
1: don't want them to see me. Okay.
0: So, Darwin and Arnis, Iolana vanishes.
3: I audibly say, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: As soon as Baron Misha opens the door, oh, I'm sorry, did no, I- No, inter-
3: no, you're fine. You're fine. What's up?
0: It seems like it's been a busy morning.
3: Yeah, it's fine, though. What do you need?
0: I've been speaking with the Count and Countess. Mm-hmm. It seems like the last important members of the meeting have arrived with Elizabeth here now. Um- And after everybody in town sort of overheard what happened there.
3: Yep. um, Wait, wait. They want me at the meeting.
0: They want both of you at the meeting.
3: Yeah. What? Chill. What time does the meeting start?
0: Dinner time. Cool. Later today. All right. They're making sure there's food and everything's prepared for such a large group. But yeah, now that they are aware that you've had some dealings with at least this god.
3: um, (laughs) One of many. I don't say that out loud.
0: They want to see if you might be able to assist with the current situation. Should I tell them that you'll be there? As they look at both of you.
2: Darvin, Arnis?
3: Yeah, I'll be there.
2: Sure. Where RNS goes, I go. Thank you. Hey, um, yeah, dinner time.
0: Driftwood House. Be on good behavior. There's going to be a lot of important people there. I- no, I'm not saying you're on bad behavior ever, I'm just- Okay. They wanted me to say, be on good behavior.
3: (sighs) Yeah, we'll be on good behavior.
0: We've got people from all over the continent and beyond here. So appearances matter. Not meaning physical appearance.
3: (laughs) I take a look down at my clothes like I can't. Sorry.
0: Okay. I'm going to go back to the Driftwood house. I'm going to help them get ready. Let me know if you need anything. And as they turn to leave, you definitely see a long streak of that bone plating down their arm. Oh, god. And like the left side of their face is getting thin. Oh god. They helped us do this. I know. And they exit.
1: Shut the door behind them.
3: I guess you can come out now or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I reappear. So where were we? Um saying, uh, yes. Torian, the gear. Are you going to give that to me? Gear. The gear that Vale told you to give to Dryan.
3: So, I don't have any gear. <sighs> Fuck it. I have this. And I hold up Vale's diary.
1: That would be most helpful. And I hold up my hand and I say, may I? Fine. Thank you, <sighs> put over. It in my satchel.
3: <laughs> he really didn't want me to do that.
0: <laughs> I'm just surprised that you did it is all.
3: I, yeah...
0: Very surprised. I'm
3: surprised at myself as well. Arnis now has bigger problems to deal with, though. This seems minor comparatively to where I'm headed.
1: Mm -hmm. Arnis, thank you. That will make everything significantly easier and should expedite a lot of the rest of my process. Master Grimm.
2: Yes, sir. Ma'am. Ma'am. Whatever.
1: I believe you know more than you're sharing.
2: Do I? I'll
1: give you an opportunity to do this the easy way. I don't want to make you tell me what you know. I came in here with the intent of simply asking my questions and moving on. I have a lot I have to do. I've got superiors breathing down my neck and people I'm trying to impress, and as I'm sure you have in your life.
3: The problem is, you're really
1: rude about it.
3: Arnest just like interjects for no reason. Like yes. he's already handed over the book. Like, yeah, you're that. Just,
1: you're really rude. Arnaz, I apologize. Honestly and sincerely, this is a very large task.
3: Can I roll insight? <laughs> just it's kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. It's a very
1: important task. And between you and I, it's the first time I've been tasked with anything this important.
3: That's why you're so pissy. It's nothing to do with this, <laughs> it's all about you. Oh! God damn it. Why didn't you just say something? But you. Why didn't you just say it's my first mission and I don't want to fuck it up?
1: Would that have changed anything?
3: Maybe. Because Vale told us that all the time. (laughs) They were trying to like...
1: Every mission was their first. No,
3: no. They were like trying to make, like, increase their status within the guild. And so, like, I get it, man. Rank matters.
1: I, I can't really increase my status much more. There's, there's not a whole lot higher I can go, Wow! but this is the first time I've been tasked with an investigation like this, of this importance, on my own, and I really don't want to screw it up, because I don't know what's going to happen if I do.
3: Wait, do I know that? Okay, sidebar. Yeah. Does Arnest know that the big guy is her dad?
1: You would have heard me reference yeah. that. Yeah, I think Arnest so. knows that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: Is that why they sent you out with daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you got to be really mean to me, and so I'm just... I gave you what you wanted. I'm going to be mean right back.
1: (laughs) Arnis, while it is true that the person I rapped with is my father, they're also, for lack of a term that you would understand... Not that you're an unintelligent person. It's just it's a guild term. Whatever. They're They're my mentor. And they're tasked with overseeing me as I take on this first large role.
3: They tasked you with this and then sent you out with a babysitter? Come on.
1: This is a big task. I don't even know the grandness of the size of what I'm dealing with here. I have my theories, like I said, and I think... I think I know why I'm doing what I'm doing but I'm not a level where I'm supposed to know what I'm doing so everything I know is based on conjecture rumors and my studying of the history of my sect that being said I need to know where Vale is
2: Barbara is <sighs> you're both free to respond to that
3: do you mind if I tell her
2: I think I have a better response
3: alright you go
2: go to hell <laughs> <laughs>
3: roll so on good. that oh no <laughs> Armas gives Darwin a fist bump but like gently so was, oh I guess your arm's not gonna fall off he like gives him a fist
0: bump <laughs> just that real slow just like
3: boop, boop. <laughs> the, I would say we do no look except fist bumps aren't our thing mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be like dude fist bumps! <laughs>
1: alright uh, yeah if uh, if you wanna relax.
0: roll inside on that uh, because there is a further insight you can take from that if you roll well that's oh, a
1: 21 damn 21
3: <laughs> <laughs> go to hell.
2: Darvin, do you want to roll some deception or persuasion there? Persuasion. Okay. (laughs) I am not deceiving as far as I can... And it's totally true. Yeah, I I just want to know how much of the extra layer of
0: truth is coming through. Twelve. All right. Yeah. Ilana, you hear Darvin tell you to go to hell, which sounds like an insult, but there's something about the look (laughs) in his eye that tells you, like, no, literally... (laughs) You should go to where the dead
1: are.
3: Oh, and that yeah, that's not it's not a threat,
1: Master Grimm. Are you saying that Vale is dead? After you told me an hour ago, less. No
3: no, no, no one said that. Vale's not dead.
1: Not no. dead. So wait, Vale's not dead. Nope. But in the realm of the dead. Yes.
2: Bingo. <laughs> what?
3: Ouch. <laughs> Hat. Oh my god, she's gonna explode. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen <laughs> right now. I wish I had popcorn.
2: I know, right? <laughs> so we'll be, at the door.
3: And Arnaz is practically, like, <laughs> vibrating from, like, excitement over the fact that Elon is kind of melting down and goes, yes.
0: <laughs> as soon as Arnis says yes, Felicity pushes the door open a little bit. Is everything okay? I heard a very loud commotion. Oh,
3: yeah. Everything is fine.
0: <laughs> she looks like she's
2: about to fall apart.
3: She really does. We're waiting for it to happen. <laughs>
2: um, what? Darwin? No, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're fine. Thank it's you. It's fine. Can I watch? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't you can watch this?
3: I, I, it doesn't matter to me. And I don't think Yolanda's answering for a minute.
1: Yolanda takes a breath, <laughs> centers their mind.
3: Oh, darn. She's not going to explode.
1: Uh, Close their book and says. Then I guess I know where I have to go. Thank you for your help.
3: I, you can't get there.
1: And I turned back around. I know where I have to go. I didn't say I know how to get there, but I know where I have to go. That's the next step. I was tasked with finding Vale. That's what I have to do.
3: I, are you fucking kidding me? You can't. I, this isn't like some crossing the river sticks bullshit. You can't do it. It's impossible. You can't. <sighs> mm. The living cannot go to the land of the dead. Darwin, back me up.
1: But this is true. But Darwin just said that Vale is alive in the land of the dead. So Vale has done it. Also I true. I can do it. Also, tr- maybe.
3: Ah, doubtful.
2: We don't know how Vale got there.
3: Don't Quorum. know how Vale got there, but the whoa, 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 whoa. initial way they got there ain't gonna work no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the god of the dead.
2: Coram does not know how
1: Vale got there. You spoke to Quorum. And I open the book up again,
3: <laughs> holy Jesus, yes, this happens all the time. We travel in Gods, okay, he, calm down. He,
1: you talk to quorum, kind of a big deal <laughs> so th- th- then obviously you talk to quorum, there must be a way if you can talk to quorum that you could meet quorum, correct? Oh oh I I don't know if Gee, that's actually wow. ever happened. Okay, well, clearly, you don't have a desire to find Vale, but I do, so no, I will be I, going.
2: No,
3: wait, no, 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 wait, wait, you don't, you, you, you uh, hmm, hmm. can't traverse a living body in or out of his realm.
1: Coram can't, but there are also many other gods.
3: You gotta be kidding me. You want to put yourself on the wrong side of the god of death? Honey, saying, that's a bad plan. You're saying are other gods? Trust me when I say that's a bad plan. Well, hang
2: on. I'm not so sure that would put them on the wrong side.
3: Mm, sneaking in and out of his realm? With some other mm, gods' help?
2: Okay, fair. That would probably do it. Problems. I don't I don't think he would mind Vale not being there since Vale's not dead. Vale's yeah. not supposed to be there. I
3: agree with that. I but just you're think right. Sneaking that...
2: in and out without his consent, probably not yeah, a good idea. Yeah, I think
3: that's a bad plan.
1: All I know is my task, and I have to do my task. So, you're gonna die doing it. I've been tasked with you're gonna finding
3: die
1: veil. I will report this evening everything that I've learned. If my task changes, then my task changes. But at this point, I have to find a library. I may actually be going to see the Celestials because they seem to have a lot of information.
3: You don't want to go see the Celestials. <laughs> dude they're dicks they really are
1: i need to figure out a way to get in and out of the realm of the dead and how to find fail vale. i in fact i think now that i know approximately where they might be and i can waste to confirm it i will be doing my best to find Vale. i was tasked with finding and bringer them and bringing them back unless that changes after i report back that's my task
3: you realize we don't have guns in this universe but is there like a metaphorical gun to your head or something
1: it wasn't blade to your throat. No. It was a noose around your neck.
3: Right? Is, like, somebody going to kill you if you don't do this?
1: No, this is this is my job. This is what I must do. This okay. is what I've been tasked.
3: Has anyone said that, like, in the course of your job, we may ask you to die and that has to be okay with you?
1: If that is what happens through the course of my job, then that is, it's like a soldier serving in a war. This oh is God. what is I do. This is, is my your, job.
3: Is your life worth nothing to you?
1: My life, my life's work is gaining the knowledge that I seek. Right now, the knowledge I seek is veil.
3: Oh my god. You you poor brainwashed baby angel. There's nothing I can do for you. You're going to die, and I'm sorry that this is the last time we will ever see you. Because you will be dead. (laughs) Have fun dying. No one will know why. Or how.
0: So, given the information that's been shared, given the journal that has now passed hands, is there more that needs to happen in this room between the three of you at this moment?
1: No.
2: I guess not.
3: Uh, I guess there's not going to be.
0: In which case, what are people doing before this meeting tonight? Aranis and Darvin have been invited. Iolana has not been. But I also know Iolana has ways of uh, getting places that she's Mm -hmm. not allowed. So that is entirely up to her. So what's happening right now? After this conversation is wrapped up. Because... It sounds to me like it'll just go on for several minutes of yes. Ilana, you you're willing to die for this, you're crazy. Ilana saying it's my mission.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like yeah. it's gonna We've hit it the would, circle And the moment. then hands it would get go- thrown up
0: in the air and Ilana walks out.
3: Yes. Yeah. That would go on for Ever. quite some time.
0: As Ilana storms out, she walks right past Felicity, who's been clearly eavesdropping on this whole conversation. Sweet. Because she is not slick at all. But she does care about what's happening with Darvin. So, before the meeting happens, is there anything people want to do?
3: I need to talk to M.
0: Okay. <laughs> Artist wants to talk to M. Darvin, is there anything you want to do? No, I'm good. Your <laughs> limbs are good. I mean, no, but. Is there anything you want to try to do about those limbs today? Ah. Uh, what time is it again? At this point, it's probably like noon. Okay. And when's the meeting? Dinner time. So, like, five, six hours from now. He... You've got time to attempt some of those things.
2: You mean wait, you mean some of these things, or you mean yeah, some if, of
0: if you wanted to reattach some limbs, the divine option and the mechanical options ah. are certainly available. Okay, yeah. Any of the mundane or simply RNS assisted take too things much time. Would take a little bit more time uh, than what you have at this very moment. But if you wanted to try any of the other two, I'll be certainly interest- have time for it. I'll be interested in mechanical. Okay. Ilana, what are you going to do before this meeting?
1: I have no, unless I'm told to attend the meeting, no real need or interest to go to the meeting.
0: Meeting aside then, what are you doing here in Capris?
1: At this point, reading Vale's journal, mm-hmm. gathering that information, and then working on arranging a debrief with my father. Good old yeah. All right,
0: let's start. I want to go with Darvin to find out what's happening with his limbs, because this intrigues me very (laughs) much so. So, Darvin, after Ilana leaves, you know you've got several hours until this meeting tonight.
2: What is it you're up to? I'm going to ask Felicity to accompany me. Okay. If she's available. Absolutely she is. Mostly for emotional and also, you know, physical support. Yes. (laughs) Where is she accompanying you to? I don't know. Mechanics. (laughs) Mechanics. <laughs> okay. Well, what's around? As far as mechanical solutions go, I think as far
0: as what the town of Capris itself has to offer, the options there are limited to poor. But because of all the extra people that are showing up here, uh. there are two groups that you know are pretty handy, mechanically speaking. First up would be the dwarves that you've seen. Dwarves are known to be great smiths and um like builders of contraptions and ships and homes and like non-weapon devices. They do make weapons, but that's not their specialty. Their mechanical side is more on the functional. But other than them, there's also the constructs. You've actually had a chance to interact with a couple of times. Holbrock and Mursakin, and based on your knowledge, the constructs are very, very proficient weaponsmiths, and you're aware that yes, they do specialize in weapons. They do work on some other more nifty mechanical tricks, uh, objects that people wouldn't expect to be mechanical, hmm. like a uh, like puzzle box type things or uh, traps. So, if you wanted to approach either of those two groups,
2: yeah, that sounds intriguing. All. Approach the Constructs.
0: Okay. In which case, Felicity will take you to go meet Holbrock and Mersekeen. They are not staying in the hotel. Though Constructs do like to rest, comfort is not high up on their list. They can sleep kind of wherever, as long as it's not lightning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at the bottom of the sea. Like, they're pretty good. Just about wherever. Uh, so they're staying near the edge of town. They've set up what looks like a tent, but that's mostly just to delineate a space. This is their personal space. It's not because they need somewhere to nap. And in that tent, you can definitely see a number of metal objects and tools. They travel prepared. They don't know what they're going to encounter. They've been on a long trip up from uh, Vorzeth, the southern continent. And you interrupt them. Hmm, What would Constructs be doing right now? As you and Felicity approach Mersikeen is sharpening her weapons. There was just a god here. Apparently things get buck wild in Capris, which is not something that they were told to expect. And Holbrock is going through some journals, taking down notes about what happened this morning, specifically between your group and Brumble, and then also catching up on his
2: instructions for this quest that they've been sent on up here. So, what do you do? I'm going to talk to them. Okay. Greetings. Hi. Hello. Hi.
0: Oh, hello. Mercia slides her blades back into her legs. You are a very interesting man. Am I? I saw your head on the floor. You're an interesting man. Ah. In case you've forgotten, Felicity did go get these two people specifically to aid in that fight. Right, Before right. you
2: decided no more fighting. My head wasn't entirely about me, so I forgot some of those details.
0: We were sent up here on other business, but I
2: would be very interested to hear what brings you here to us today. I was wondering if you could maybe help me out with something. It's a lot to ask. What do you need? As you may have noticed, in fact, I know you noticed because you specifically referenced it just now, I'm having a bit of an issue holding myself together these days. hmm And um, I was wondering if you could help me keep some parts of me reattached. Well, that's certainly possible. What are you
0: looking for? Permanent? Detachable? Hmm. Mechanized?
2: Yes and yes. Offensive? Defensive? Yes and yes. I
0: can't fulfill all of those options at the same time. What is it you... What is it you want?
2: Well, for starters, I'd like to be able to walk around and fight and not worry that my head's going to fall off. Okay. Well, I think a collar would do
0: wonders for you then. <laughs> Like a metal collar to, like, oh. used to physically attach the two pieces together.
2: But but also my leg. And also, yeah, give me some badass offense, I guess. Like, do you want a hidden blade in your leg? Do you want to yes. shoot your leg? Wait, 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 shoot leg. Do you want to shoot leg. your head? <laughs> wait. Shoot my head. <laughs> These options are intriguing. Do you need electrified limbs? We're curious. There's a lot of possibilities I had not considered. (laughs) I like the idea of a hidden blade in my leg. That's pretty cool. It's like you pull your leg off and it's a sword? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of (laughs) great. I don't know about launching my head at people. That's a little (sighs) macabre, I guess.
3: I have the element of surprise. Catch your head. Boo! (laughs) It's
2: true. But see, if I launch my head at someone, I wouldn't get more attacks after that. I mean, I suppose I could bite, but that feels dirty. Whereas if I throw my foot, I could kick you again. So I don't think I'm going to be using my head as a projectile, at least not intentionally. Okay, well, we could...
0: We could certainly help you building a sturdy collar. Keep your head attached. That's the limitations of what you want there. If you want to get more creative with
2: your leg... yeah. That sounds like a good way to go. To keep the head basic, but the leg we can augment. So what are you thinking more of? Projectile leg? Leg sword? kind of like the leg sword. Leg shield? Nah, I think that might mess with my armor class. Leg sword.
0: Well, we can certainly do that for you. Mm -hmm. Nothing against you. Your friend Felicity
2: here is certainly very pleasant. Are you willing to pay? What would you need? Money? How much? Or trade? I don't think I have any money. How much money would you need? Slash, what would you trade for? Well, we don't know what you have to trade for, so we'll just stick with money. Okay. But if there's
0: something you feel is of equal value, just let us know.
2: Okay. Let's
0: see. Leg sword. Leg sword. How big a sword are we talking? Doesn't have to be big. How damaging a sword are we talking?
2: Damaging would be good. How magical a leg we talking? I mean, magic would be good, but <laughs> I think money's tight. I don't think we even have any money.
1: You don't. Ernest has got a ton.
2: Yeah, Arnest's so we paid I have, all morning. So I have you to. Saw,
3: you saw that guy throwing money down.
2: So I have to go back to Ernest and be like, "Hey, um, oh
3: I need money for my magic leg." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Neck collar, simple detachable
0: leg with blade, hundred gold. Okay. If you want a magical augment on that leg. 300 gold.
2: Okay. Unless you've got something to trade. No, that's that's pretty cool terms. Let me, uh, I mean, clear terms. I may, I don't think I have anything to trade, but I'll think on it. Okay. Let me go talk to my bard friend, because he's the one with all the money right now. All right. Well, we've certainly got the parts. We don't. We don't leave home incapable of
0: doing work. There's always time to build. There's always time to improve. There's always time... To make somebody or something stronger.
2: I admire your spirit. That's kind
0: of how I feel. So if you've got money, or if you've got goods to trade, or even services, although it'd be hard to trade a service before you get these attachments.
2: Right? (laughs) I don't think I'm serving anyone anything anytime soon. You can come back as soon as you have some money. Do you want to go see Arnis? Yeah, let's go see Arnis.
0: Go talk to Arnis about getting money for your... Weaponized prosthetic. Hey, Arnie.
3: I told you never to call me that, bro. Did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> you <that. would've. laughs> Thought you would have. I'm not really on the mic, though, so... Yes?
2: <laughs> um... Did I tell Arnis everything? I just Yeah, get... yeah.
3: <laughs> Please, lay it all out for me. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I got you.
2: How much
0: is Darvin taking?
3: Wait, how... Wait, okay, so, like, what are you... Do you lay out, like, both scenarios for me, or do you lay out the 100 gold scenario? I lay out both. Okay, I got a 100 gold for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you skin how, flip.
3: How? What? The other option is 300? How yeah, much gold do you have? I, right?
2: But I'd be more badass, and I could, you know, we could, we could fight stronger.
3: 850? That's like... I mean, now, granted, I made all that money in one day, but...
2: And you can
0: easily make more.
3: I really can, but I feel so dirty. <laughs> Huh. but I really oh, I really want Darwin to be a badass though um, I really do feel bad that he's in three pieces. Hmm. all right, I'm gonna make you a deal, darvin okay, because I want you to be a badass. I'm gonna give you three hundred gold, <laughs> but at some point, if I ask you for a favor, you have to say yes. I have no <laughs> idea what I would ask you, just to be fair, like I don't have anything in mind at this point.
2: Okay, well, okay, deal. <laughs>
3: not think you're ever going to say no to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is...
2: Unless you oh. ask me to do something, Korm would disapprove of. Mm. Or like the counteraction order Korm had give me. That's all I can think of. Mm-hmm. So as long as that doesn't happen, she'll be okay. I gotta
3: make more dirty money. I hope you're happy.
2: I am very happy. Thank you, <laughs> Arnis. So 300 gold, huh?
3: 300 gold.
2: All right. I won't even call you Arnie.
3: Thank you. Arnis doesn't really care about being called Arnie.
2: So,
0: Darwin,
3: <gasps> He's just being sassy.
0: You take your dirty gold. I do. Dirty, 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 gold. dirty gold. And you head back to Mersakin and Holbrock. What do you
2: tell them you want? Uh, the badass, like, leg sword thing. Okay. So, magical blade, then. What sort of magic?
0: What do you recommend?
4: <laughs>
0: Dealer's choice. You've brought enough gold here. Could do anything from as simple as just being magical to fire, radiant, necrotic.
2: I mean, pretty mm-hmm. much any of the
0: damage types. I kind of like necrotic, it just feels apropos. <laughs> hmm. yeah. I mean, we certainly don't mind working in necrotic. It doesn't bother us all that much usually. I can see why. Constructs. I can <laughs> see why. They don't have flesh to waste away.
2: <laughs> right. So you don't even have to worry about the moral implications
0: because there are none. They don't worry about moral... I mean, they do worry about moral implications, <laughs> but they already view you as, like, neutral to positive anyways. Ah. And you're a curiosity, and getting ties with you, the person who just had some sort of bargain with Brumble, <laughs> seems like it may be beneficial. Sure. Step into our tent, and we'll get to work on you right away. Hmm. Exciting. All right. Darwin, make a constitution saving throw. Uh-huh. As they get to work rather brusquely, on your limbs. I got a 10. There is a scream of pain that rings throughout the city as they go to work on Darwin's separated limbs. Oops. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Tucker Tuttle and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello and Sierra Jones. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber-Reckonose for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.